What is up, my guys? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Life with Chubbs, hosted by the African Prince, MC Chubbs. They were a very fun and exciting episode featuring an amazing guest. So stay tuned, ride the wave, and hope you guys enjoy today's podcast. What is up, Henry? Welcome to the podcast. What's good? I, I don't have a creative intro, so I'm just going to say what's good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So as you guys know, NBA season's been going. It's been popping. A lot of great action. So let's just jump right into it. Bet. So, Henry. Talk to me. What is your take so far about the NBA season? Um, it's been weird. Facts. Lots of COVID stuff. Like, I am. I think every team's been affected by it, uh, in one way or another. Like, almost every. I think every team's either had like a COVID case or contact tracing. It's been really weird. So some records are kind of like uh, lower than they should be, just because. Well, they've had guys miss games because of covid and then yeah, you know one team that i feel like has been impacted a lot who which is on the come up the wizards yeah dude like they had a lot of players out like injury and so many different things like they barely played a lot of their games like they couldn't practice like it couldn't help them get into a rhythm they've they, been playing really well lately so yeah I'm, I'm looking this up on basketball reference right now but the wizards they started out super slow and then they Yo, 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 yo. You're being a little too nice. You're being a little too nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, they were oh, the worst team in basketball. They were bad. <laughs> but, oh, um, they got COVID. I'm trying to look this up. Basketball reference is a terrible yeah, And then did Thomas Bryant get hurt as well? Uh, he was a yeah, starting center. Thomas Bryant tore his ACL like what? Oh, five games into the season. Wow. wow. I mean, it, is, it was quick. Wow. Wow. That's wow. Um, Dang. Basketball reference is a terrible website. I mean, they're also missing their boy Ish Smith, you know, the GOAT. So, yeah, they didn't play a game between the day of January 11th to January 24th. So that was wow. off. They wow. were two, no, three and eight. And now they're. They uh they won five straight and then um yeah and yeah they are they're yeah. coming they're coming they're, yeah they are they were they were always built well it was just like we they just got to get people they just got to get uh, people back they got to get the chemistry back or not That's back like they got to get they couldn't it. really practice either like at all right so, I don't know all right so moving off from the Wizards so keep on going keep on going what was surprising what was surprising. Um, I mean, they're going to get eliminated in the second round and, um, all their fans are written. Let me stop. Um, and they are the laughing stock of the, not the laughing stock of the NBA, but they are easy to roast, but the Utah jazz have been really good to start the season. Um, you know, Wait, Henry, big question. Do you use the Utah jazz in 2k? Oh God, no. Wow. What? <laughs> I have so many other choices in tier one. I'm going to choose the Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley pick and roll, the Donovan Mitchell ISO stuff. No, I'm good. I'm, I promise you I'm good. And, like, I'm, well, I'm going to use a classic team with John Stockton, who is a feisty defender, I guess. And is, like, I don't know. He'll get screen set for him by that. Uh, Your boy Pistol Pete Maravich, my guy. <laughs> my guy I think it's overrated. Um <laughs> 
And let me not get let me not not get started on Carl Malone, who we know what Carl Malone did. Ugh. Um, that's not not good, not good stuff. Um, but no, I wouldn't. I would never use Utah on two K. LeBron was spitting. He 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 was coming from a place of truth. But they have been good this year. They are knocking down threes at a ridiculous rate, and like their defense is good. Because you know, say what you want about Rudy Gobert, he gave the league COVID. He you know, he cried because he didn't make an all-star game, which I actually, you know. Um, but he's a really good regular season rim protector. He uh, makes – he single-handedly raises the defense from, like, 15th best defense to, like, second best defense or wherever they're at right now. I mean – That's true. Yeah, his – He covers up a lot of their mistakes. Yeah, his presence down low is incredible. And, um, yeah, like you said, he does cover up a lot and then – they just have a bunch of shooters, and and then you know, they have that a, is true. Their, their number like, one scorer in Donovan Mitchell. All right. So I want to add on to what you're saying, and I want to break this down. By the way, they're shooting the most. They're shooting forty percent from three this year, which is ridiculous. oh the entire team. Yeah, the entire team. I shoot a solid sixteen percent from three. Um, that's not a good day though. On that's a good day? good day, what about on a bad day? You know, we're shooting a solid negative two. Negative two. <laughs> It's Bro, because bad. like I count shooting over the backboard as like negative percentage. That's gotta be a that's gotta be a stat. Like airball, there's like you know how there's true shooting and effective shooting. There's gotta be like um untrue. That's true. Where that would be so, so they take weird. off more percentage point for <laughs> airballs and uh balls that only hit the backboard or balls that go over the backboard. They gotta do that. Dude, I'd be shooting negative thirty five percent from three. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I bet. So to move on to, so I'm gonna say this one last thing about the Jazz. This is their philosophy: we shoot three, we miss three. Big go bear, take the ball back. We shoot another three, we miss. We run for a ball, get it back, shoot a three, make it, run back. Yay! That, mm-hmm. That's that's the Jazz. Playoff time is gonna be a bit different because, as you saw, they look a lot Houston Rockets ish. Um... Like when they had like Clint Capella. Like a lot of threes, yeah, big man to protect the paint. But like if, saw, if it doesn't, if it's not falling, I don't know. And you can't you can't get too dependent on the three point line. It is hard to it is hard to bank on an NBA team missing threes, just because like they're all really good. Like I, I know that's that probably wrote. the Rockets make like three threes, they win that game. They might win the championship. Well, you never even know. They just needed Chris Paul to get a mid-ranger, but, like, Chris Paul was out. Like, that was the thing. I know. They just – they were trying to force them. They were a Chris first. Paul mid-range game away from going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, it was, like, Dang. guys, Harden, dude, you have a mid-range game. I know you do. You have a post game. I've seen yeah, you dude. use it. I know. Like, dude, James no, Harden, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. So let's move on a little bit. Let's move on. So now that we've gotten to see a couple of things, so I know you have a you're a little biased with your boy Tyrese Halliburton, Lamelo Ball. You have been spot on with the rookie class. I'm not gonna lie, you have been spot on. Your boy Isaac Okoro. You were right about Lamelo. You were right about Halliburton. Who else? Um, I don't know. Like, did you say Lamelo Ball? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Who's your? I've been on the Lamelo Ball. Uh, I've been on the Lamelo Ball hype train probably since like. 2018 just because it was so easy to see once he got his growth spurt it's like okay so this is a guy that is six foot six has a uh, a six foot like eight ish wingspan i don't know exactly what it is 
so it's like, okay, he has defensive potential. He's a smart basketball player. It's just, what will the jumper be? And the jumper has not been atrocious. It's been poor. It's been honestly, it's been really good. He's shooting really efficiently from the field. Like, is he? Yeah, he's doing pretty well. Being a positive NBA player as a rookie is really difficult to do. Yeah, like I'm gonna read you his stats. Like, so this, so people need to take into account that for the first like half of the season, really, like for the first good chunk of the season, he wasn't starting. They weren't using like he wasn't he wasn't playing big minutes. But now that he's playing big minutes, like he's averaging twenty eight point nine minutes per game, which is really skewed towards the time that he wasn't. I have his. Um, I have his numbers pulled up from since he's been a starter. All right, sweet. Go, go, go. So ever since he's been a starter, actually, I'm going to include the game before that because it's a little unfair, but he put up 27, so I'm just going to include it. Um, you got to. So since he became a starter, he's averaging 21 points, six rebounds, 6.8 assists, we'll call it seven, uh, on only 3.2 turnovers, which as a for a rookie, a two-to-one assist turnover. Yeah, that's really good. Um. His splits have been 48% from the field. He's shooting six six point three threes a game, 45%. Wow. Keep in mind, this is a guy who we were saying we don't know if the jumper will be good. And, you know, you know, there's that NBA draft um, scout. His name was, like, is it Giovanni? Or Giov- Jonathan oh. Giovanni. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was, like, dude, LaMelo Ball is the best prospect in the yeah. draft. Like, he's, like, listen. He's like, dude, I don't even give an issue about his shot, bro. He's going to figure it out. The passing he has, the playmaking ability, like. <sighs> you know who You know who that sounds like a lot like, actually? he. This guy isn't as tall as LaMelo Ball. He probably won't be as good of a de- defender as LaMelo Ball will be. But you know who that sounds like? What does it sound like? Who does it sound like? Let the people guess, my, guess my favorite point guard in college basketball right now. Ooh, his name is Sharif Cooper. Yes, sir. What the critics are saying about uh, about Shreve Cooper. Anyways, this is not about Shreve Cooper. Lamelo Ball has been great. Uh, he's been the rookie of the year so far. Wouldn't you think? Um. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was like, well, what, what are you hesitating for? <laughs> no, he has. It's not even close. Like, like, but the thing is, this class has been really good with a lot of. It's just got like, a lot of solid basketball players. Players like a lot of people who are contributing to like really good rosters. Like you got a lot of mm-hmm. like Emmanuel Clickel in New York. You have Isaac Bacoro in Cleveland. Lazio Lamelo Ball, James Wiseman, Patrick. None of the top ten have really been bust that have gotten a chance to play. Like Obi Toppin hasn't gotten a chance to like play because you know Julius Randle has turned into freaking the new age. I'm Michael really Randler. hoping he doesn't get bombed, which uh, is a thing I'm gonna start. That's a term I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna coin. But basically what that is, is so in 2018, the Magic drafted Mo Bamba, the actual player, not the song, by the way. And I wouldn't mind. I would have drafted the song. Jack West. <laughs> who is playing good basketball dude, right now. So much fire. That's so, dude, the amount of music we can make. Am, wait, wait, what pick was Mo Bamba? Bamba, I think was, I think it was six. I think it was six. Six, okay. I was about to say because. If somehow Trey Young, you picked him over yeah. Trey Young. Yeah, because Trey Young was five, Bomba was six. And okay. they were like, okay, we well, we have Vooch. Vooch can help develop him for a year. Then we'll probably let Vooch walk. 
But then Vooch turned into right. He turns, in, he turns into an all star. It's like, well, you can't let your all star go. So they ink him to a deal, and now he's you know one of the. Uh, he's what a league. top twenty-five player in the league, top thirty player in the league. I mean, yeah, like he's a big so like, so well, yeah. Uh, Bomba hasn't done as much as we'd like him to do, but it's like, well, how much of this is his fault, and how much of it is he's playing behind a really good player? Which, what? Yeah, we, I mean, like it's tough. Like you can't really play them both together. Yeah. And like, like it kind of it doesn't help your team. So it's like you're kind of forced to sit him. It's like. I don't know, like it's kind of like an NFL quarterback situation. Like you can't play them both at the same Dude, time. Dude, Obi Toppin so is really like, old. Not really old, but like he's twenty three. And I mean, that's what that's why the Knicks needs to. I, that's what the Knicks should have gone with Halliburton. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm still a little confused by that. Dude, now, can you just imagine if the Knicks had Halliburton and they drafted Emmanuel Clifford? That would have been very interesting. Yeah, they would have felt better. They finally would have solved that issue. <laughs> well, let's stick that's with a. Uh, that would be beautiful. I mean, think about it. Because, like, if you – like you said, Obi Toppin, what? Like how you said, if you already knew you had Randall and, like – but I no, I don't think any – okay, look. Randall has done things that are just – wow. I think I think they thought he was going to be – No, what they thought with Julius Randall was, like, last year he was just an empty stats guy and he was just a black hole. So it's like, okay, well, we need a power forward because Julius Randall just isn't it. And – they go get Obi Toppin, and then it's like, oh well, wait, Julius Randle's a good player. What do, what do we do with Obi Toppin? Because he's too small to play center. His defense sucks for a small forward. His, his only position right now is power forward, and it's like, well, this is the guy we got right now. So, and they got well, my boy Taj Gibson. <laughs> they got Taj so. Gibson. Taj Gibson is always younger than I think he is. Because I remember him on those Derrick Rose teams. I think he's like thirty six. Bro, that man was a little – that man well, I used to watch him. I'm like, bro, this guy's going to bite me, bro. This guy's – dude, that Bulls team was kind of – I was, was a rough rider. Which I don't know why that's so weird to me. He was just like a veteran. Oh, I know why he seems so old. He was 24 when he was drafted. Oh, <laughs> goodness me. That's why. Wait, Tosh Gibson was 24? That's what basketball right? – Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's wild. All right, bet. So we've got our rookie of the year. We've talked about kind of like a surprising team. So let's talk MVP. So give me your let's go. Yeah, top five, top five. No, it doesn't have to be in. I'd say give your favorite, and then the rest don't have to be in. The rest only have to be in order. Okay. To you. So my favorite right now is Embiid. Embiid's stats right now are ridiculous. Like Buddy is. Uh, I'm, I gotta pull this up. I gotta. I keep acting out of basketball reference, and I end up meeting it five minutes later. He's averaging 30 and 11 on 50, 40, 85, which <laughs> that's so ridiculous. He, my For a big man center, another reason why basketball now is much more talented and skilled than it was in the 80s, 90s. And we can get we – With George Michael. George my gosh. Robert E. Lee, Bob Pettit. Hey, hey, both my guy in 2K, and then, you know. <laughs> then you realize this is an actual name. It's like, oh, he's from Louisiana. Oh, okay, this adds up. But, yeah, Embiid's been – Embiid's been ridiculous. He, he has. 13-11, he he's on the one seed in the East. That just makes the most sense to me. Now we got to see if he gonna how much is he going to play because that's always been the thing with him. Can he play a full season? And that's, that makes a good point. If he plays – there's how many games left? 34? Or thirty, whatever it is. If he can only miss like 
five to seven games and he keeps putting up this production, he's, it's got to be him. I, that's what I think it is. So my other guys right now are probably um, Braun, Jokic. So the thing with Jokic is Jokic's numbers are ridiculous as well. I don't think I need to explain LeBron. They're just LeBron, not winning. Yeah, they're, well, they're winning kind of right now. But like they, their record isn't as good as it should be. And that's not really his fault. It's just this is what is looked for at MVP. But yeah, Jokic is 27-11-9 or 8.6, whatever. As a center. shooting oh. 56% wow. <laughs> from the field, 41% from three. Wait, how many percent from the field? 56. Oh. Now, I do think that's a little inflated this year, but it's still pretty ridiculous. And he's averaging 8.6 assists as a center. That's beautiful, man. I love it. The big man this in the league right now. Remember the big man was dead? It was like. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that, that narrative's dead. That's just. It is gone. gone. <laughs> Now the best players right. are the big men coming up now, like Embiid, Jokic, AD, Carnthony. Yeah, oh my god! I guess Carnthony Towns, when he gets onto a contender, Dude. he's going to be looked at as a top five, <laughs> top ten player. We're in the same boat on that one. Cat is ridiculous, but his team. Just watch, watch when he gets onto. People are going to start looking at that. Hey, wow, he's averaging 25, 50, 40, <laughs> over forty percent shooting from three the last yeah. how many years? Oh wow! I mean, it's that his team keeps losing. Get him on the contender, and he is going to get respect. He's going to get the respect. It's going to boom. Oh, oh, serious, bro. You've been on the cat town train for he, years. He's the best shooting big man of all time, like as a shooter, because he's not a. He's obviously not a better player than Dirk, but like nobody. Um, that guy. He's stupid. legitimately oh a top gosh. what ten shooter in the NBA. Top five. Maybe. Towns? Yeah, yeah, he might. Like be. that dude's ridiculous, and he's looked at as like a what top eighteen ish player. Like that's that's where. Yeah, and that's I even think that's. I mean, I do too, but that's just what he looked at. You just would like him to be yeah. healthy because that's what's holding him back right now. He's just not been healthy. Yeah, and he needs to get a little bit more dominant in the paint. I just feel like kind of he's already an amazing shooter. He has a great touch. Finish up a little bit in the paint. You know, assert your. There are those games where like he hears the chatter and he just goes nuclear. But like, I just feel like the the Timberwolves have been so bad. Just been so bad. Like it's not his fault. I don't blame it. It's not his no, fault. but like they've just they're just a bad team. I think that they, I think they should trade Dilo. Dilo's money honest, is looking like, a little rough, and his like right now his value is too low. So I would just hang on to him, and because you have you still haven't seen him and Cat play that. Play together. I mean, I trade him to the Lakers. I mean, I'll take them. Shoot. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. That would be nice, though. D'Lo, Bron, AD. We have talked about that. I I don't see what I don't see what he nice. does for the Lakers at this point. But they, they, they I mean, did. To be honest, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're um. Right, you're right. My next one is probably the two point guards, uh, Steph and Dame, just because. Um, yep. Steph's been ridiculous. His team just sucks. And Dame Lillard, Portland's been super injured, and they're still keeping their head above heads above water just because he's been that good. And he deserves. Yep. And he's getting yeah. triple teamed. Double yeah. triple teamed. 
And so he is not a logo. Lillard. Him and uh, by the way, Luca's my sixth. So uh, I do want to throw that out there. Like the Mavs, the Mavs easily could have fell apart, but they didn't. Like after all the COVID. Yeah, especially because Porzingis has just not been it yet this season. But respect for him for popping off when the Mavs won 87-78. They've been playing in the 2000s. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give my MVP pick. I love your picks. I love them. I love them. So I'm switching Braun and Embiid because I'm looking because I feel like the Lakers are going to make a huge second at surge. I don't know if they look, we'll see if they win the one seed. I don't, it depends if the Jazz trail off or not. But I feel like once AD comes back, you're going to see a surge to the point where, like, just the narrative alone will push him ahead. Because I feel like Braun and Embiid are kind of neck and neck. And you could put Embiid over because Embiid has been ridiculous. But I feel like, depending on how much LeBron plays and how much effort they put in, because I feel like they're going to prove a po- The man pulled up with his championship ring to the, to the All-Star game. Now, I just think that either or can be exchanged. So we're kind of agreement on the top two, right? So at three, I mm-hmm. have Lillard because, my gosh, he's been wild. <laughs> Needless to say. Then I have Steph at four because he is an amazing shooter who has literally single-handedly carried the Warriors. Um, he had to fight adversity, fighting his own teammates and Draymond Green, who seems to want to get ejected every game. Um, not his fault because the refs, the refs have been so bad. That's another dollar. They've been, I mean, Montrezl Harrell. And that's Warren, ridiculous. That's, that's that. ridiculous. Just gotta say, it is, it, gotta, the refs have way too much power right that's, now. Like JJ Redick the other a couple weeks ago got ejected for throwing the ball. Like, not even, like what do you want him to do? Like, you want what do you want him to walk up to and hand you the ball? Like, don't take it Give personal. The ball. Call it right. You want to you throw the ball at you. I mean, it is what it is, but like, I just feel like Seth's been great. Draymond Green, yeah, Draymond's been good. It's just like, like he's been. Uh, why are but you doing this stuff? Right. It's fine. Um, number five, Lamelo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, number five, I got Luca, and I got Luca because what Luca has done with the Mavs, how he has them above five hundred. Yeah, after all that, after all that COVID crap. Because, yeah, like that's that's wild. Like. He's carried this yeah. team. And then I got Jokic because, honestly, like, I could put Jokic earlier, but I feel like I feel like there only deserves to be one big man. Okay. I, not Okay. I just – it's like Jokic could be either as high as three or as low as, like, it, six. Yeah, I mean, it's different. It, and it's just, like, it ranges because sometimes the Nuggets are on a hot streak and, like, Jokic slides up so high to, like, three. Then there are like those times where they're like, eh, but he's still putting up numbers. So it's like when the if the Nuggets do better, I'll push him up. But for now, I I really can't put him over like Steph and Dame. Like I I just really can't. Um, and then Luca's uh, that's our that's my boy. That's our boy. We gotta I gotta we gotta give him some love. So we're in agreement with the top six. Um, I I mean a, a seventh if we have to include like some sp- honorable mentions like one of the, any one of the Clippers duo. I'd give him honorable mention. Um, honestly, I'd give yeah. Chris Paul yep. honorable mention too for what he's done, and then Jimmy Butler. Uh, okay, because he, like what he's done post coming. Yeah, back he's been really. He just been doesn't like have the volume. Miami. Though. 
I do want to give a shout yeah. out to yeah. James Harden because James Harden has really oh oh I'm smoking hi hold on hold on give me a second my list has completely changed hold on so James Harden I'm not gonna lie okay, so here's the thing with this he plays for Brooklyn <laughs> he's playing with Kyrie and KD you know that does I say he's talking okay yeah I mean yeah that's why I have him like I have him right behind anywhere anywhere in the top six or seven like outside of the top two I'd have him right behind Joker like uh, it's also the thing with Harden is like the first half of the season was just not good like he didn't yeah oh he had that he had that game like since he's been it but no yeah you're right if he played how we did First of all, he would have been traded for a lot more. But if he played like we did, like right now he's playing in Brooklyn, he might honestly be one of the favorites, like to win the whole you thing. You know what's wild? Um, but Harden. Also, Kyrie deserves some love too. And KD, before he got hurt. Harden put up 44 and 17 his first game this season with Houston. Like he was going nuts. And then. Um... They just kind of like, and then he's like, he sat for a game (laughs) and then he just kind of like stopped. He was just like, all right, I'm going to half ass until y'all trade me. Boy shot 37% and 25 from three. I'm just going to pass the ball. We have, and then, and then his first game (laughs) in Brooklyn, he drops 32 and 14, then 34 and 12. Like, really? I did say, yeah, my guy was playing games, bro. He's playing. Do you remember what I said about him, bro? Like <laughs> when he re- first requested this trade. So what I said was I mean, so- he was going to pull a Vince Carter. Vince Carter, when he got traded from the Raptors, he just uh, yeah, he was dog shit. The uh, the like his last few games in Toronto that year. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. Basketball reference has been glitchy again. He only averaged 16 with Toronto that year in 20 games. And then he goes to, um, <laughs> ironically, he goes to the Nets. Um, <laughs> and then he just starts dropping 20, 23, 25, 25, 16, 31. And, like, and then he, a few games later, so he's in the 30s and 40s consistently, and he averages 28 for the Nets. Like, uh, just that's just kind of what happened. Wow, <laughs> that is such a good player comp. Um, dang, I don't know. That's just I I, I like that. So now that we've gone through the MVP discussion, yeah. we're kind of in agreement on that. Let's move on to uh, our outlook on the season. Um, what we're looking for in the second half, like what are we thinking? Which teams do you think are going to make a big jump surge? So what are we looking at? Um, uh, I don't – so team-wise, I think – I really do think the D- Dallas Mavericks because, you know – look, yes, I'm a Mavericks fan. But, like, they got screwed by COVID. They just <laughs> did. And having your three best defenders out to COVID, is, that's tough. Oh, yeah, that, that's a rough scene. That's know? really <laughs> – You know, you can't really win games if you can't defend. So – well, actually, you know, that Cavs team a couple yeah. years ago, whew, that was rough. Yeah, and that's what I think. Now, they're not going to be the Cavs that go to the finals, but, like, the thing with the Mavs is they they have a soft schedule coming up. They got – well, the first few games, actually, 
are going to be really telling because they've, I know they start with the Spurs and they have they straight up they have to That's win that game. game. They have to win that game. Yeah, like it's huge because it's going to help push them ahead. Or if they lose that game, yeah. it pushes them a game behind further. And the from there, you so. play uh, the. Oh wait, no, I'm looking at the start of the season. You get the Thunder again, which will be fine. The Nuggets, which that's an important game. You get the Clippers twice, the Blazers twice, the Timberwolves. They have to split both of those. Like they if you can get three out of four, that's a major win. With the the Pacers, the Pelicans, the Thunder, the Celtics, the Knicks, the Wizards. Some of those are very winnable. You have to win your winnable games. They have to beat the Pelicans because the Pelicans yeah. are a team I feel like can make a surge towards the, like they need to beat those. Beat the teams below you that could make a surge. Those are really important. Beat the teams right near you and above you, so you have enough cushion. So let's say you, but you cannot go over no, four against. You cannot. The you cannot. You can't. You need to win at least half those games. Shoot for three, and if you can win, well, all four. My yeah. goodness, of course, yes. like go for it. Yeah. But you need to get your you sh- minimum. You should be like, mm-hmm. we have to win at mm-hmm. least two minimum. All right. Or go for three or four because you you have to go through the road trips with like I need to leave a road trip or any sort of home trip or road trip with a winning record, like because you can't go like four and four, three and three. You have to go because you're in the same spot. You have to like if I'm in a road trip, I'm going five and two. I'm going uh I'm going four and two in this road trip. All right, I'm going five and three, five and four. Like I you need to be above five hundred after these road trips away yeah. games so you can build a cushion. That's what the Mavs mentality is. Now, the question well, is, hey, I yeah, want to see more. Yeah, um, no, no doubt. Um, offensively, I don't think he's been that bad. But, like, defensively, he's been true. He has been very bad. I've been calling him. He hasn't. Yeah, he, he hasn't been good because he has, like, he's supposed to be a shot-blocking big, like, a defensive force. He hasn't done Yeah, that. I mean, well, outside inside the paint, he's okay. Outside the paint, he's in his finger. Outside the paint, that's rough. That's a yeah. That's another story. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I don't know, cause like when I was watching Mavs games, like I don't, I look at Porzingis and I'm like, eh. But like I'm watching Luca. Luca's doing his thing. Like my gosh, Luca's popping off. I'm happy for the my dynamic duo of Jordan Finney and Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, those two have been playing really well. Josh Richardson has been playing good. I Richardson, need more I need Richardson. to start guarding the best I think players. He's more you are here because of that Richardson's offense. It is what it is. Like. 12 points, three, whatever. I'd like him to shoot better from three, but whatever. If you're not guarding the best players, what are you doing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're not guarding the best players, what did we Yeah, why why did we make that trade if you're going to guard, I don't know, um, Steph Curry? Like, if we're playing the Bulls and you're guarding Kobe White, it doesn't Yeah. But no, the Mavericks. The Mavericks have a very talented roster, and uh, I do think they'll make a surge. So, uh, what about you? All right. So, um, it's funny how I'm saying this, but uh, it's the Lake Show. I just feel like I just think the the surge that people are going to witness is I want them to start respecting the Lake Show for the top. Look, I want them to think there were many games this season that hey, if AD doesn't get hurt. Or B, if they don't lose by, like, a game-winning shot or, like, an overtime or stuff like that. 
the Lakers could have like four, maybe five losses this entire season, and we're having a completely different discussion. So I hope people to keep that in mind. Secondly, they're only what three games behind yeah, the which I first would think seed. it is. And um, here's here's one thing that I do want to say. Abe is gonna come back probably as the healthiest. No, well, he's probably gonna come out as the most well rested. Probably we gotta make sure that Achilles is hundred ten percent right. Do not take any. Yeah, that's that's my big thing. Like, I think he's gonna be fine because he was saying he wanted to come back like two weeks ago. They're like, ah, heck no. Nah. So he's had yeah. about four weeks to recover, which I feel like is good because it's also dependent on the person. Like KD and AD, I think they had different severity of injuries. Like to be honest, like I just feel like AD's is more of like mm-hmm. aggravation, and I feel like he just needed a rest. And for what it is, like they haven't been overworking him, like. And go to the All Star game. Like he's been getting a lot of treatment. Wait, hold on, like, hold on. I feel like he's been doing good. Did you hear and that? One thing. You didn't hear that? Oh, what happened? I stepped on. Um, okay, what happened? On a on a little like plastic container. I'm shocked you didn't hear that. Guys, that is what we call a blooper. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we're really? gonna keep this in. I want the you guys need to know this is oh, real. Man. Real content. Sorry, sorry <laughs> to interrupt. I bet. So I don't know, but I mean that's why I think the Lakers are gonna make a run. But I mean now a team that I feel like is gonna trail off is honestly hmm, in the East. I think the Knicks. I think they're gonna, gonna trail stay. off. I think they're here to stay because they're they're trailing off is like well who's gonna trail ahead? I don't know. Like that's a good how far are because they the east is oh my gosh it's terrible but you know um like they could trail off but i don't think they'll make the playoffs because like i mean like the like what the pacers have been doing terribly yeah I'm shout to Carson because he's coming back so he deserves major hot prop pops props <laughs> but like look at the east right let's say who's ahead of them or behind them, um, the Heat, Hornets. I think the Hornets. Are going um, to run. So the thing with the Knicks is their schedule. It, they're about to have like one of the hardest schedules in the league, and they're they're going to start playing teams that need wins. It's like, okay, you suck. Your roster sucks. Like this run has been cute, but your roster sucks. We are going to beat you. So, so you you have a good point. I feel like the Raptors might – I don't know about the Raptors. Raptors the Pats. Raptors the Hornets, I feel like, they can make a run. Season. can make a run. The, the Bulls – yeah, the Raptors would be a lot better if they played in Toronto all year. To be – I'm not going to lie. So, the Bulls the, could make Zach a Levine run. has been great. Like, he's been – his numbers have been comparable. Now, I'm not saying he's been as good as this guy, but his numbers have been comparable to unanimous MVP staff. Like, he's been that good. He's been – yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the Pacers are trailing no. off. The Hawks are trailing. Eh. I don't the know Wizards, what to think about the Hawks. Like, like, their defense is just terrible because their point guard just can't defend anything. And if you don't have defenders around that, then you're just going to get toasted. And that's what happened. I just got outscored. They're just hunting they got matches, de- dude. Depend on, or depend on outscoring teams. Outside of trade, they don't really have guys that can, like, create their own sh- – well, they brought in Danilo Gallinari to do that. And... Free John Collins. Is Free John Collins... Collins? I don't know what to think about John Collins. 
I guess John Collins. Can, no, I haven't seen John Collins. So can I can I, can I can I say something, Henry, real quick, real quick? Remember when Zach Levine was looking at looked at as this guy yeah. who oh he just puts his stats I do. I do oh he's not even that good look at that hey yeah in Minnesota Dude. shout out to the Bulls for staying loyal can we talk about that Jimmy he's gotten better each year of his career can we talk about the Jimmy Butler what, trade the Jimmy Butler what them boys yes, traded yes, Jimmy shout to DeAndre Hunter by the way um Jim they them boys traded Jimmy Butler for Zach Levine. A pick that turned into Laurie Markinen, and wow. what was the other stuff? There was something else. That... What, what's up? Oh, there was more. I'm pretty there sure. Was yeah, it was Zach Levine, wow. Chris Dunn, and Laurie Markinen. Wow. For a, a lot. year <laughs> of Jimmy Butler. Uh, well, fun. I mean, that was the last time. I mean, they got the eight seed out of out of it. <laughs> that was they, Jimmy Butler got good while it lasted, dude. I mean, well, I mean, it. I, wouldn't you rather have the eight seed? I mean, I guess it games? is nice that they don't have to hear you haven't made the playoffs since like what would it have been? Oh five, oh six. I mean, dude. No. By the way, Jimmy Butler went to Tyler Junior College. He's also uh, he's from Houston. I know he we went wow. to Tom Ball because my friend tells me that all the time because he goes very Tom Ball. But um, I didn't know he went to Tyler. Mm. I mean, the Timberwolves are seven and twenty. That, that franchise is cursed. They're just Good cursed, and it's because they treat KG like shit. They're your best player ever. Better. Yeah, I don't like how they're treating him. Like literally, he should. They should have sold well, that team Taylor, to Kevin Garnett. Uh, they should have sold MF. Like that's just what it is. That's what that's what most owners are like. Like outside of who are the elite NBA owners? Like Mark Cuban, like the police. Like as much as uh, his, as much as he annoys me, I like what Steve Ballmer does. Um, hey, MJ's been doing okay this season. I mean, his. Is- that Rozier deal, Gordon Hayward, Lamelo, that's looking good. I mean, it's looking better. Rozier yeah. has been really good this year. I want to give him props for that, but um, no, other though have been. Uh, I still don't. Like well, that never made sense, but like, you know, the, that's a cup check special. Yeah. Apparently, the Knicks are looking to trade for Lonzo the Knicks, Ball or Terry Rozier. That makes sense because they, they need a point guard. Yeah. Like, they need oxygen. Because right now, they're running who, – who the heck is their starter right now? My boy, Alfred Payton. Yeah, Alfred Payton is their starter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, if the Knicks got, like, Lonzo It would be. Rozier, yeah, that, that is – Something that I would think would now you would have to. What would you give up for them? That's the thing. I wouldn't. Um, probably not. I don't like. I don't think quickly is better than Lonzo, Lonzo, but like, I don't. I wouldn't. I I don't know. But traits are weird. I'd probably give up that mass pick just because it's going to be what twenty one, which is you know that's a pick. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, you're right. I would yeah, I trade a first, and I'd maybe trade like yeah, let him take a flyer uh, and like the 
Kevin Knox. Like Kevin and Knox get him out breaking of the Keenan the first. The Pelicans are a weird team. Guys. Like Zion's been great this year. Brandon Ingram's been Brandon Ingram, but like their point guard situation. What the heck? Why are you running? I mean they have so many. Why are you trying to run Eric Bledsoe and uh, Lonzo Ball together, and then you go get Stephen Adams to put next to Zion. I mean, how did you think that was going to work? And then you have Lonzo Ball, whose best strength is getting out and running, and you have a power forward that can run to the rim and get lobs or catch lobs. So what do you do? You have the slowest pace in the NBA because why not? What well, they're actually not, <laughs> they're nineteenth in pace now. They used to they have the do? slowest pace. I just went and looked that up, but. All right, so when are we yeah, I mean, like, I trust Dan Van because I think he's actually a good coach, but, like, this has been bad. No, his, his, no, no, no. You cannot have that. You cannot no, have Josh Hart, I mean, Lonzo Ball, Zion. Brandon, over the course of his career, he's been not this bad. I don't know why he – I don't know why he's playing this way. I really don't. Really weird. Uh, this is weird. I'm just learning that he was Miami's head coach in 2005, 2006, and he was fired. I'm just now learning this. Pat Riley. So Stan Van Gundy was 11 and 10, and he was fired. And then Pat Riley took over, went 41 and 20, and then won the finals. Wow. Wow. Dang, dang, Pat Riley, my man swooped in. <laughs> Wait, so Henry, yo, all right, so huge. Okay, so now that we've kind of talked about that, all right, so I am very curious though. What are we thinking about? So now that we talked MVP, we talked all this stuff, and we talked about like what are we thinking, like people and like our our big predictions on for the NBA season so far. Now, my next huge thing that we got to discuss yeah. is, all right, so once you get into the playoffs. Right. Who who, who, who are we looking at? Like, who are we looking at as, like, top eight? Wait, you know, who are we looking at? Like, don't even – you don't even have to give your rankings. Give your eight teams per conference. So, once everything is settled, I want Iguodala. Um, yep, so, sir, if he hits a game-winning three, I would literally <laughs> – the move will be flying if that dude is a buzzer beater in the in the near future would be incredible. But so for the West, I'm thinking. So I think the top five ish, six ish maybe is locked in. Um, mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. Maybe, no, you know what? Top four is locked in, and then like five through five through ten will be kind of a stick though. Right now, the Grizzlies are going to trail off. So the I, yeah, the Grizzlies could trail off, and then you get the Pelicans, and then the NBA gets. Yeah, but, but 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 dude, the Pelicans are six games below five hundred. They At are. Least the Grizzlies are five hundred. I mean, I do want to yeah. see how the Grizzlies look with Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, when the heck is he supposed to come back? By the way, but so right now, I think you're going to get Utah, and then you're either going to get Phoenix or the Lakers at the two and the three. You'll get the Clippers, and that'll be your one, two, three, four. Um, right now, 
I think the Mavericks are going to be the five seed. I think they're going to get. I would literally love that. They're going to get people back, and that would set up a matchup with the Clippers, which would be incredible. But would would be poetic. <laughs> would be poetic. They're going to get everyone back. They're gonna, wait, wait. They could make the Western Conference Finals. I mean, they could. Because, like, if they beat the Clippers, they, right, they play the Jazz. Yeah, if, they, if, the, if they were the fifth seed and, like, the Jazz is the one seed. So that would be interesting because, like, the Jazz and the Mavericks have the same thing where, like, their second-best players um, could become borderline playoff liabilities. Like, one because of his defense and Porzingis, one because, I mean, I don't want to say defense, but, like, he can't guard the pick and roll on the defense, which with with his this is uh Kate Christoph Zingis and Rudy Gobert. But yeah, no, I think I think the Mavericks are gonna finish fish. Or gonna finish fifth. <laughs> did you just say fish? I did say fish. <laughs> well, I was I was trying to say finish, and then I kept I don't know three letters of finish and I just I was like, I heard that, right? No, I did. I said fish. They're gonna. They're gonna finish fish. I wonder what. I wonder what type of fish they're making. Hey, bro. I hope it's that salmon, bro, because they need to be cooking good. But I love those. I like that pick. Um, for me, I'm a, I'm in agreement. I got the Mavs pawn pretty high. Blazers Nuggets. Um, yeah. Pelican. I, I Pelican keep the Nuggets at six, and then like, I don't know. Oh, the Warriors <laughs> as well. Yeah, I just think like every the top nine plus the Warriors instead of the Spurs. So would be off because like yeah, they've been cute like the past. Um, I don't want to call them cute, but you know what I'm getting at. They've been like they've been a cool little team, but like, are they going to look to trade Demar Derozan? Are they going to? They're okay. They're going to look to trade Lamarcus Aldridge, whether they choose to fall off or not. Do they look <laughs> to get like assets? Or do they say, "All right, let's keep Demar. Let's get some stuff for Lamarcus Aldridge. Let's make a run at this thing. Let's let's be an annoying little six seed because that's what I think." Love. This will depend on if they beat the Mavericks that first game. And that game is really important because here's the thing: if the Mavericks win that game, they're the seven. They jump the Spurs because mm-hmm. they have the tiebreaker, and they would have they would be nineteen sixteen. The Spurs would be eighteen fifteen. So yep. the Mavs would have that tiebreaker, and that's huge. And if you can get the Warriors to fall off a bit more, oh, they're facing a tougher, tough schedule as well. Then, I mean, like, I think you've got that on lock. And, like, I don't trust Memphis. So, like, and then you, so you have to jump either Portland or Denver, which is super doable. Especially. That's true. Who will get CJ McCollum back, which will be huge. McCollum was great to start the season. He's just been out. Uh, sure, he an all star sure. this year, which sucks because I wish he had gotten an all star berth, but whatever. Um, happy for Mike Conley, though. Yeah, shout out to Mike Conley. <laughs> shout out to Mike. Almost beat Steph. He did almost <laughs> beat Steph. I think Steph missed some to make it interesting. I think he's that good. Um, he was like, ah, uh, make, pull it, make it a little fun for me. Um, yeah, I think the Warriors will finish eight, though. Let's get a, let's say San Antonio nine, Memphis 10, and Portland Golden State makes the playoffs, so you have a, a like Utah Golden State. Oh wait, 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 wait! So are you are you including playing game as well? I don't see the Warriors and Blazers losing the playing games. Dude, I'm telling you, Grizzlies might come in for like 
They might come. I don't run Moran in a playoff setting yet. I just don't. That's a good point. We'll see. I'm excited. Let's go on to the East. Let's go on to the East. So it's going to be between Philadelphia and Brooklyn. One of those two is going to finish one. The other is going to finish two. Milwaukee's going to take three. Then we get to have some fun because, oh, my. Yeah. See, I don't even want you to suffer through. Well, I do want to suffer through, so let's do this. Let's do this. Um, God almighty, this is so bad. Boston's going to finish. Miami's going to finish fourth. Boston, I think, will get fifth. Boston right now is a shit show. Like, they don't know what they're doing right now. They've been better at (laughs) But, like, good God, they were playing with no intensity. They were – they're – Rotations were mid. They were playing guys that didn't need to get played. Guys that didn't need to be played weren't getting enough run. Yeah, I think losing Marcus yeah. Smart made them like literally collapse. Marcus That's- Smart being out is really important for them. I mean, it's, oh, man. But I think they'll kind of pull it together to get the five seed. And even the five seed in the East is not difficult. But the six seed, I'm going to go. Oh my God, man. <laughs> This is so bad. This is so bad. Yeah. Because I'm between the Raptors, who I don't know what they're going to do. They could get rid of Kyle Lowry, which it seems like they're going to do at this point. So they may just completely fall off. Or they may just be the sixth seed because the East is so bad. You have the Pacers, who are the 10 seed, but like, you know, they're like solid most of the time. You have the Wizards, who have been surging. Ah. I'm going to go with the Raptors. No, you know what? I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to go with Toronto. I'm going to go with Washington, then Indiana, and Atlanta. And that's that's how it's going to finish. I, I, I like that. I like that. Here's mine. I got 76ers, Nets, whatever the two want to be out. But I got 76ers, Bucks, Celtics, Heat. Um, either or could be interchanged. It doesn't matter. Because they'd be playing each other anyways. Um. And then I got Hornets, Knicks, Hornets, Raptors, Knicks. No, no, Hornets, Raptors, Bulls, Knicks. Um, Hornets, Raptors, Bulls, Knicks. Then I got the the Wizards, Hawks. No, Wizards, Hawks, Pacers. Thanks. And because the, the dude, the paces are falling bad, dude. Like, They've been down bad. They have been. Um, I didn't really like. It's Indiana, so who the hell cares? But like, um, oh my god, they should look to trade monster. This is so Pacers. They're seventeenth in offensive rating. They're thirteenth in defensive rating, and so their net rating is um fifteenth in the league. So they're average. That is really so Pacers. Dude, but like, yeah, they've. I think they've lost four, um, five or six. They, this, they're just down bad. They beat Cleveland though, but like that's not. Like, bad. I, I really feel like they should trade Miles Turner. They should. They, they, they don't know what they're doing with that dynamic. Because him and like Sabonis together just doesn't seem. It yeah, like it, it seems super weird. Like. I haven't – admittedly, I haven't watched enough Pacers games. I do mean to do that because I want to see what that looks like because, okay, again, why the hell would you watch Pacer games? But um, – Yes, that's facts. That's not even a lie. <laughs> uh, 
that fact. Oh yeah, I always forget that Miles Turner is local. He's from Euless. Um, yeah, Miles Turner's been really good this year. I feel like if Miles Turner goes anywhere, it's Boston because they have that huge trade exception. And they Ooh, big. Yeah. I I do think Robert Williams should be starting for them. Of course, I'm very biased towards Tom. I how much is Miles Turner making per year? So he signed a fat contract a couple years ago. Um, four year, eighty mil. So he's twenty mil. So he's making twenty mm-hmm. mil. Oh, I see him coming to the Lakers then. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> For Montrezl Harrell and KCP. Why? Uh, hey, hold up. Hold up. You might have just done something there. No, because Mon- they're not going to trade Mon- They're not going to trade Miles Turner for an expiring and. Uh, bro, get off the money, bro. You don't need Miles. Mon- but you can give something for Miles Turner, though. You can give, you you can give something for a twenty-four-year-old rim protector averaging three and a half blocks. You can get KCP. We'll give you Caruso. <laughs> okay, uh, I just think they can get more. Like they they can probably get a first. Listen, we thought the same about the James Harden and the Rockets. Sometimes, oh, yeah, sometimes the Rockets. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. Sometimes you market your entire future just to prove a point to Daryl Moore. Oh, I would have done that. <laughs> oh man, for Tom Fertitta was like, yeah, I don't give it. I, uh, I, give I us Victor Oladip. They literally just traded for picks because Oladip was gonna be gone in a year. <laughs> Like they literally traded Carousel for for Red Oladipo. I want Jared that. Allen or something. Why did you only get Oladipo? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they should know. Well, it would have made sense with Christian Wood. That would have been interesting. Would. The Christian Wood Jared Allen. Nah, yeah. That would have been Probably. a little strange. But get, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Like when I first saw that, I literally said, "It's just that it's funny how you traded." James Harden, but somehow the Cavs ended up with better. They really did. They got the like the best non-James Harden player in that trade did not go to um yeah, no, the best asset didn't go to Brooklyn besides Harden. It didn't go to Houston. It went to freaking Cleveland. And then the second best asset went to literally the Pacers. Besides the Nets, like the Pacers and the Cavs were the two teams. That somehow ended up with the best and then you, and went healthy. And but hey, you got, and then even you got picks, so let's hope they fall off. Just, just this is why I think picks are so overvalued. Like, if I just see one more Sam Presti got another first round pick, okay, the Clippers aren't going to be a bad team. I mean, look, you have all these picks, you can't play them all. Yeah, you well, th- then that's when you trade them for Paul George and Jimmy Butler. And if I'm taking a shot at someone, yes, I am taking a shot at Danny Ainge. You don't get to say you almost traded for someone, but never pull off a trade. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was in the conversation to get Kawhi. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I almost I almost got Dude, But think about it. They would have gotten Kawhi. They, the Celtics the really would have gotten Kawhi. Looking at what Toronto gave up, like, they would have gotten They could have gotten Kawhi. If they wanted, Kawhi. they could have gotten him. I don't – well, okay. Would this have been worth it, though? I will I will take up for them because they would have had to give up Jalen Brown. But they freaking gave up Jacopoto, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. Or you know, what? They could, you know what? They would have given up Marcus Morris and I don't know. Uh, 
freaking Marcus Morris and Marcus Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Two first. Would you have done Kyrie for Kawhi straight up? Yes. I yeah. saw that rumored. I do remember that was a thing. Would you have done that if you were Boston at the time? Because it was thought like Kyrie was going to resign and then like, and then he didn't because who the hell would want to play? This is why you got to go in with the mentality Messiah Ujiri had. He said, you know what? DeMar DeRozan, you're nice, but man, you've had a long time to get us a chip. We they were, they were capped out with DeMar. It was like, okay, well, the Raptors are going to blow it up in a few years. But they're like, and they're not going to really have that much accomplished. So let's let's swing for the fences. The worst thing that happens is we rebuild three years early. The best thing that happens is, yeah, that's how I wish people would start thinking. Danny Yates, little bitch. My thing about it is, is it ticks me off. Like when you see all these big trades, oh my gosh, the Lakers give up so much. Yeah, they just want a chip. Wow, thank you. Like, look, the Pelicans, no offense, but, uh, I mean, not doing too hot. And then, you know, it's like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you traded all these picks, all these assets to get this player. Listen. When you have a chance to win a championship, you do what that – do you, yeah, you do what it – You do what it takes. That's what you got to do. You think, you think the Lakers back in the day cared that they gave up whatever to get Shaq? And all well, these they, guys, Shaq was a free agent, but – yeah, they like they gave up. That is true. Cream and by the way, I just want to I just want to look this up because I'm actually curious now. What did the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar trade look like? And then let's talk about Anthony Davis. Probably George Mikan and a second round pick. Like <laughs> the Lakers traded Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart. Oh, I thought you were about to say that for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh no, no, they traded Brandon Ingram. They traded a uh, 2020 first round. I wonder what the furthest you can trade a pick is from like 2021. Can you trade like a 2050 pick? That's a great question. I'm sure I don't think so because I have that, that rule. Because I have that rose rule. That's not the rose rule. The rose rule is a contract incentive. Or not incentive, but that's a contract thing. Oh. Um, There's a rule. There's a, <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll sit on like on that. We'll sit on that. There's a rule. There is a rule. But what, so we traded Ingram, like you said, heart ball. Good God, this is such a bad trade. Milwaukee traded Cream for Elmore Smith, Brian Winters, Dave Myers, and Junior Bridgman. Bridgman. That's it. And by the way, who do you think is worth the most in that, that group, like money wise? Yeah, Junior Bridgman. <laughs> Have you heard that story before? No. Junior Bridgman is worth four hundred million dollars because he invested like he didn't he didn't he earned probably like eight million in the NBA, but like he invested in like uh owned some uh franchises and whatnot. I think it was like Burger King. No, I, I gotta look this up. Also, his name is Ulysses. Ulysses what are all these general names? <laughs> We have to combat Bob Petit by having Ulysses Lee Bridgman. Yeah. Oh, it's Wendy's. I said Wendy's today, actually. Um, oh, my gosh. He played two years. We played more than two years. We played a lot of games. No, he's actually, he actually was very important to the Bucks for, uh, franchise, but, like, he wasn't worth Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> hey. 
My man, made, my man, he did good afterwards. <laughs> Why are we on this bridge? Oh, yeah, because I was talking about trades. Yeah, when you have a chance to win a title, you go out all out to win a title. That's what the Lakers did with AD. And what do you get? You get a freaking title. Who cares what Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball become? You just won a title. Nothing matters. You I have mean, a chance like, for more. That's what the Clippers did. They're like, okay, uh, by the way, they're like the Clippers are going to take an L on this trade. They just are. Because they're – because Shea Gilligas Alexander is trying to waste. Yeah, SBA is going to be like. I just feel like if the Clippers kept all these picks, had Shea with I don't know I don't know if they knew how Shea if Shea played like this with Kawhi, you kept your picks, and you could have like let's say traded for Brad. It might have cost less. Like you could even call you even got, yeah Brad Beal James Harden. You could have you could have traded all that for James Harden. And you could have had, you could have even gotten, just considering what they gave up to get James Harden, it would have just cost you to, you wouldn't have to give up Shea Gillis Alexander. It would have cost you like Ivica Zubac and those picks. That's so and you crazy. Could have got they traded James Harden for Victor Oladipo and eight firsts. Oladipo's going to leave them and they're just going to, and when you hear eight firsts, it's like, oh, well, they have a bunch of, they have eight first rounds. Half of those are pick swaps. So it's like, are you even going to be better than Brooklyn? I'm not sure. They, somebody drugged the guys in negotiation. I don't know how you leave the room and you don't end up with Jared Allen. You don't end up with J- Joe Harris. You don't end up with Levert. You don't end up with literally any of their good young assets. You don't even end up with Dinwiddie. I know he tore this. You don't even end up with Dinwiddie. Like, you, you, how, you, yeah. you, how do you, you go into negotiation getting no good assets back? Which is why I'm telling you the Lakers can get Bradley Beal because the oh. NBA general managers. Like, I, 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 I did, did it. Anymore. Stop, <laughs> dude. They're saying I don't care anymore. Dude, listen, the Lakers are getting Bradley Beal. All right, well, let's wrap it up. But I want y'all to. The okay, Lakers I'm, are getting I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you say that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say again. Lakers are getting Bradley Beal. Oh. Now, who knows when? I'm gonna believe that the Mavericks are gonna get Nikola Jokic, and we can just rock with that. I would literally love for Nikola Jokic to be with Luka. I mean, would the Nuggets accept the eight first round picks and Porzingis for uh, Jokic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think I would either. (laughs) That would be so Just two two guys that are built like normal dudes just kind of running around averaging 30 and 8 and 8. That would be scary. The the European so duo <laughs> taking over the league. But but hey guys, so that wraps up our NBA offseason special. Alrighty. So H Man, thanks so much for being here in the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well that wraps it up for our episode of the podcast Life with Chubbs. Tune in next time for another fabulous episode with another fabulous guest. And as always from your African prince, I'm shining, we're shining, we're all shining, I'm an African prince, good night.